Your brand could use more effective and efficient ways to ignite growth. You've come to the right place. This is where smart marketers learn to leverage their own community to ignite growth in sales, awareness, and beyond. Welcome to The Rise, the community commerce marketing show. I'm your host, Jason Falls. Today, I'm super excited to bring two people to the show. Danny Alden and, and Danny Ald and David Folder are the men behind Kikoa Foods. It's an all-natural baby food company, but that description doesn't begin to explain its mission and its impact. It's a brand with a great product, a great story, and a higher calling than just selling things. We got excited about it, Scipio. In fact, Kikoa Foods is a client of ours, and Danny and David are here today to share their story and insights that should inform and inspire your brand, too. Before we do that, though, do take a moment to hit that follow or subscribe button. If you're watching this on LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter, The Rise of the Community Commerce Marketing Show is a streaming program and audio podcast from Scipio.ai, the leading community commerce marketing platform. You can find us primarily on YouTube or LinkedIn. Just look for Scipio AI as the username and don't miss our stream show each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. If you prefer to just listen to the audio on demand via podcast, you can search for The Rise, the community commerce marketing show, wherever you get your podcasts for an easy menu to subscribe to that. You can go to Scipio.ai slash podcast we've got all the links there to the spotify's and the stitchers and the apples and the googles and things like that so scipio.ai slash podcast is where you go for that all right we have uh, designed the rise to make efficient use of your time watching on the stream so let's get to it danny alden david folder join us today they are the men behind kikoa foods which is fast becoming one of the top baby food brands out there and there are many reasons for that danny david welcome to the rise how are you Good, good. good. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, we're very excited to have you. And I know you guys have got a lot of great experience that you've gathered in launching and building this brand over the last couple of years that I know our audience is excited to hear about, too. So, Danny, let's start with the origin story. I know Kakoa is your son's name, and that would infer that Kakoa Foods was born along with him. So tell us how the idea for the brand came about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, David and I, uh, you know, we got married and we knew we wanted children from the beginning. So we were lucky enough that uh, a friend of ours offered to be our gestational carrier. Uh, her name is Diane and she uh, lives in Hawaii. Uh, so um, she uh, carried for us and about uh, eight weeks before um, our son was expected to be born, she developed preeclampsia and was induced um, to give birth. So uh, he was born. Um, that early, uh, about three pounds, 11 ounces, and spent several weeks in the NICU. But he was a real fighter. He kept hitting all his milestones. So a native cultural practitioner uh, from Hawaii said, you know, he's really a fighter. You should call him Keikoa, which is Brave Warrior. So he was given the middle name Keikoa, and uh, we got him home and wanted to just make sure that he stayed on track and was getting the most nutritious food possible. So David actually went out, bought some baby food, and uh, wasn't very excited about what he was finding. Uh, so he started doing a lot of research on you know different combinations he could provide and was really curious about herbs and spices and um, different veggies. So um, you know, started bringing them into the recipes and our son just loved them and was devouring them. And we were posting it on social media and friends and family were like, where can I get this? Because I would buy it if it were on the shelf. So we were like, aha, <laughs> we're onto something. Very good. So, 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 
person. So, David, I'm curious if if the bend, if you will, toward feeding cocoa the best ingredients and such, was that something that the two of you intended before cocoa was even born, or did that focus come out of the necessity of the premature birth and spending time in the NICU? Both, actually. Um, before he was born, we definitely wanted to make sure that, um, <clears throat> you know, when, when it came to mealtime, as he he got older that we would all sit down and have one meal that it wasn't you know like this person's having this meal this person's having this meal and this person's having this meal because of their likes or dislikes we really wanted to sit down and have one meal have a nutritious meal um and you know my whole life i've enjoyed gardening i've enjoyed cooking i've enjoyed you know a lot that comes with it and so it was and you know danny's a, a big cook uh, himself and so we wanted to make sure that from the beginning, he had very nutritious food possible. And the fact that he was born eight weeks early was made it that much more important so that he had all the nutrients um, to, to keep growing and, and keep hitting his milestones. So um, like Danny mentioned, did a lot of research, included lots of vegetables. And and uh, I think he, he was about eight months old um, and we were at a party um, for a friend of ours for their, um, their daughter's birthday. And I was feeding him chicken and vegetables with curry, and the whole room ended up smelling like curry. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? And why are you doing that? And I'm like, because it's healthy food. It's expanding his palate. He's getting all these worldly flavors right out of the gate. And um, research has shown that that's a really good thing to do, to actually build upon those worldly flavors, palate expansion, right from the beginning when um, kids start with uh, solid foods. That's fantastic. Well, I'll, I'll toss this out for whichever of you wants to take it. Uh, and I know, Danny, you started to tell us that as you were doing, as you and David were doing this um, and coming up with these, you know, interesting foods, people were asking for it. Tell us a little bit more, one of you, about starting the brand. How did you figure out how to source ingredients, how to package it all, how to find ways to get it in the hands of parents and the mouths of babes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sure we'll probably tag team on this, but it was uh, it was a long process. Um, you know, we we've been at this for for many, many years, to be honest. Um, and, you know, like Danny said, we were posting it to social media and everyone's saying, oh, my gosh, Paul is eating better than than uh, I'm eating. I want to eat what he's eating. So we're like, this is a great idea for a business. And so, you know, did the, the typical, uh, let's do some research, business plan, kind of figure things out. And you worked on that for a couple of years. Um, and then when it came time to really start moving forward, that's when we really did a lot of research of, all right, where do we find ingredient suppliers? How do we even go about doing that? Um, so we did what we normally do. And a lot of, a lot of research, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of internet uh, interwebs <laughs> searching, if you will, um, to find people. And every time we talked to someone that would lead to another conversation, to another conversation, to another person, because even if it wasn't the person that we're looking for with that initial conversation, they were able to help lead us to the right person or, or, or vendor or ingredient supplier. Yeah, no. And I think a really big win was getting connected to a consultant, Adrian Reif, who had launched and scaled his own company. Um, so he introduced us to a whole bunch of ingredient suppliers, packaging um, uh, providers as well. And, um, you know, from there, it was like, it's really just the, all the connections that have happened. Mm -hmm. um, so after Adrian, right, he was telling us about all these different food expos and shows to go to. Um, we started hitting up the local small business development center. Um, Glamis Harrow was our consultant there. And, you know, they opened all these doors for us and, and pointed us in the right direction. 
Um, and then we got connected to Scipio through a group called Startout, which supports LGBT founders. Um, a, a member there, Ben Stokes, introduced us to Kelly. And then, you know, sure enough, we got connected to Scipio, which has been a huge benefit to our mm -hmm. advertising and marketing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that. We 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 certainly have been uh, proud to partner with you guys, and I I love working you know with you guys and on your brand. I just I feel like the brand has just such a good story and a good background, which you guys have obviously shared with us today. And being a part of that's been a lot of fun. So, for the entrepreneurs out there, uh, what surprised you along the way, or what challenges <laughs> arose that maybe you didn't anticipate, so that the people watching may have a little extra insight into the, maybe their business growth. I think, I think every challenge was unanticipated. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as we thought we had something locked down, you know, like, well, a pand global pandemic started. Yeah, so that. <laughs> uh, I had just resigned my full-time position to go all in. And uh, it was like two months later, the pandemic started. So there were partners that we had lined up that kind of fell through at that point. So we had to go back to ground zero. Um, and we ended up finding um, a co-packer, packaging um, suppliers, who got us through to launch and, and a, an initial group that was helping us with the advertising and the marketing. Um, and then, so once we got to launch, I think that was like, you know, such a huge milestone for us We're we're selling, we're online, people can buy us. And then kind of like figuring out the next scale up into retail, you know, we started like seeking out additional partners that we could find. So with Scipio, we also got connected to our advertising company that we have now seasons and, they helped us with our website, which I think is the fourth iteration mm -hmm. um, since we yeah. launched. Every time we did it, we're like, okay, we're done. We're good to go for a while. And then sure enough, like yeah. a month later, it's like, oh, we got to fix this yeah. pretty soon. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think it's just, uh, you know, the most important thing I think is celebrate the wins you get um, and, and know that, you know, right after that win, there's going to be another challenge that pops up that you got to figure out how to handle it. And it's just, you know, being determined and, and not giving up and knowing there's a lot of people out there who really want to help you. Um, I think there's a the CPG industry is filled with great networks. Um, Startup CPG is one place that we go to for help. Um, and people are just super friendly and uh, want to help other people succeed. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, and, and it just speaks to the power of, of community. We talk a lot mm -hmm. about building brand communities uh, here on the show on the rise. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're inspired by the other communities that we're connected with, maybe in the B2B space that, like you're saying, that are, are helping startups and entrepreneurs and whatnot get to where they go. That power of community is very strong. And when a brand can capitalize on that, it does uh, pretty amazing things. Real quickly on the on the building of the business, I'm curious, David, mm -hmm. as a consumer product good, you're in a world where distribution is really the key to growing, mm -hmm. at least growing rapidly. Retail partners, partners and channels, I'm sure, are a big challenge to get into, whether it's Walmart or Kroger or even smaller chains and such. I know you guys have celebrated a couple of new ones here in the last few weeks. If there's a new food and beverage brand marketer out there uh, who's listening, who wants to know how to get retailers to pay attention to you what's your best advice in cracking through that ceiling you know it, it may sound silly but be authentic um mm -hmm. be be your brand be you know everything that we stand for is uh you know we have a passion for we have uh, a desire to bring nutritious uh delicious food not just to, to babies because adults are actually eating it because it tastes great <laughs> um <laughs> and but but that said it's also about getting out there. Um, and, you know, we started initially D2C, we we're on Amazon, um, and then, you know, Shopify with our own website. And then also it just kept 
doing different pitches and and looking for ways to get our brand out there and talking to people um and lots of expos lots of expos and and just talking because one thing will always lead to another you always have to just put yourself out there and you know i think uh having a good team behind you is really key um you know we were able to find a, a really fantastic um sales team um fdm that really has been a tremendous partner and but it's also it's just that it's a partnership um it's mm -hmm. you have to get out there to get your brand known but they're you know and you're working in collaboration with all the people behind the scenes to make sure that that's happening but also realize that it's okay to start small in fact it's better to start small and slowly <laughs> grow because you know we would love to get into some of the bigger um markets but in you know it it, it all happens in due time um yeah. i think there's a greater need in the smaller markets um, to start off with um, because you kind of have a bigger bang for your buck, if you will, if you will, because the people that shop at um, Sprouts that we just launched in are exactly the people have that same sensibility that, that we have um, that want to have that nutritious food that want to um, be on that cutting edge of innovation. Um, and, you know, we'll get to every, you know, all the different chains out there. Um, but, uh, you know, start small and it's okay yeah. to, to grow accordingly. Yeah, and we're so excited about the Sprouts Farmer's Market launch because it's nationwide. Um, yeah. And Mark Bramhall, who was with the Forager Center, you know, told us about the pitches that they were going to be doing the pitch contests. And the buyer, Kristen Garner, she loved us. Um, you know, she actually stopped us in the middle of our presentation. And I'm like, but we have more slides. <laughs> and David's like hitting me like, shh. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, we're, we're super excited about that one and, and we're excited about growing and seeing which other retailers we can get into soon. Mm -hmm. Do any of those uh, retail pitch uh, things have a golden buzzer? Do they have any of the, any of those things? <laughs> no, I mean it kind of felt like that. Like when the buyer says "stop talking," I, I want you. That's that, that's. I, I guess that's kind of a golden buzzer moment. Head. That's yeah. it. Yeah, they need to dress that up a little bit more, make it exciting. Yeah, <laughs> they, they have more of like, a, okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, as as long as it's on the positive side of we're done, we love you. Let's move on. That's yeah. that's that's yeah. good. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about uh, the need for content as you've evolved. We've, you know, obviously clarified that Cocoa Foods is a Scipio.ai client. Tell tell the viewers and listeners out there your take on marketing content, what works, what hasn't, what should your brand's priority be maybe early on? How does that change as you grow maybe? What indicators made you land on leveraging user-generated content and influence content versus brand-driven, tightly controlled type? Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, as a startup, uh, that we, and it was the two of us doing it ourselves, um, you know, we started with like very basic stock photos that weren't particularly exciting, but, you know, it showed some families and they looked happy. Um, and we got very little traction there. What started to kind of pick up was when it was us. People liked when we um, had the two of us and we had our son. And then we're like, okay, you know, this is starting to wear out because people don't want to just see us anymore, right? They want to see happy, engaged babies. So we had an agency that was helping us with more exciting stock footage, um, but it still didn't really showcase the products. It wasn't uh, as engaging. It didn't seem as authentic as what users really wanted. And then Kelly um, brought us into Scipio and, you know, we just had so many different influencers who were really excited about our story, about the brand, um, love the idea that it's all clean ingredients. So 
they were really happy to put their kids into the videos and like have them try the products and show how happy they were. So that really um, gave us such a lift um, in terms of like our social presence, in terms of the likes uh, and just everything that was flowing from there. So and then what's really great is that we can kind of reuse that for different uh, channels as well. So, you know, we might have a story on Instagram, but now it's uh, a photo on our website and something that we might include in an ad. So it really um, is giving such uh, longevity to the investment that we're making in it. And also the authenticity, um, because if, you know, with the influencers that are doing this, um, we, <laughs> the kids that are uh, eating the food are not going to let you, are, are going to be completely honest and let you know if they like yeah. it or if they don't like it. <laughs> they, they don't have the filter that a lot of us do as, as adults. Yeah. And um, it's been really fantastic to enjoy the videos that have been made because it really is showing that the kids do love these flavors. They do enjoy the, the herbs and the spices and the vegetables and, and not necessarily what has been for the past, you know, 50, 60, 70 years. Um, but it's also been great so that, you know, our potential customers see other people enjoying it and, you know, in different ways that, that we couldn't even imagine. And like you mentioned, the parents try it, you know, it's like, oh, what is this? Is this okay for my child? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they'll taste it so that we have all these videos with, you know, mom and dad trying it, uh, mom and mom trying it and loving it and being like, you know, this is just the best brand that, um, you know, we've ever had and our kids are really loving it. Well, and I think Danny, you've shared with me before in terms of that authenticity translating to what you're trying to do, which is sell more things, right? I think yeah. you've shared with me before that when you're using UGC, when that hits your channels, if I'm remembering right, you told me that when that happens, Amazon sales go up. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we see a ton of traffic on our website and then we see sales the next day. Like we've gone on to Amazon and we have like our best day of the week when an influencer posts a story um, and is talking about Kekoa. That's just outstanding. Well, and and the data across industries and even through throughout different channels, social advertising, websites, e email marketing, uh, is that user-generated content outperforms other types. So I guess your brand is living proof of it all. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, this has been this has been fantastic information for all of us. I, I cannot let you leave, however, without asking <laughs> the important question. Uh, if people want to know more about Cocoa Foods or the two of you, where can they find you on the interwebs? Well, you can go to KeikoaFoods.com. Um, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and of course, are um, uh, on Amazon. And then if you're in any of the um, southwestern, southern areas of, of the country, you can always go into a Sprouts. Yeah. And you can purchase <laughs> online through their Instacart uh, connection. So, Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, again, uh, a hell of a story. Uh, wonderful brand. We love working with you guys. And I, I was excited to have you on the show to share that story because I knew you guys would have a lot of great, helpful information for folks. And we certainly do appreciate you being here today. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. We really appreciate it. All right. That's Danny and David from Kikoa Foods. It's awesome to have them on the show. Uh, great brand to work with. And just go check them out. You can even uh, go to Kikoa Foods on Instagram and uh, see the content, both their own and then certainly some of that user-generated content that's coming through for them. And uh, we'll make sure that all of the links to the websites and the LinkedIn profiles for the two of them and the Instagram account and all that good stuff are available on the show notes. You should be seeing that drop into the comments on LinkedIn and YouTube as you're watching here on the live stream. If you're listening on the podcast version of things, just go to uh, the YouTube channel and or the LinkedIn channel to find this episode 
of the rise. And you can see those links in the comments there. Really good to have those those guys here with us. And they're doing such a such good work with a good brand. Love it. Folks, if you aren't aware, shifting gears just a little here before we go, Scipio.ai has published our very own ebook out there on the interwebs called The Marketer's Guide to Community Influence Marketing. It is a step-by-guide to a step-by-step guide to kind of show you what Kakoa Foods is actually doing that you can emulate. It plugs you into your own community of customers, fans, and followers. And if I can hit the right button and get that up there so you can see it well, that'd be great. Um, but we, uh, it's, it identifies influential voices among those people who already know you and finding influencers and content creators to fill your content coffers with user-generated content and promote you to their circles of influence. For those watching on the live stream, we've got a QR code up there for you. You can take uh, with you to download that page, uh, to go to the download page. For those of you who are listening in, on the audio version of things, the URL is getscipio.ai slash guide. That's getscipio.ai slash guide. That will take you to the ebook, The Marketer's Guide to Community Influence Marketing. The guide will show you how to turn influencer marketing on its head, tap into the influential people you already know and already know you, and leverage them to promote your brand products, messaging, and beyond. We've been doing this for dozens of brands now, including Kakoa Foods, for a little over a year, and we are a little over almost two years now. And we want to show you how. So transform your influencer marketing into true influence marketing using your very own brand community. Again, I'll uh, blow that up one more time so you can see the QR code on the stream. Uh, but that is getscipio.ai slash guide. That's going to wrap up today's edition of The Rise, the Community Commerce Marketing Show. Thank you for joining us. The uh, solutions that we are building to drive better commerce through your community, including delivering UGC and community influence marketing content on scale. We do that using a lot of AI to surface both members of your brand community and the right members of said community to create UGC and influence on behalf of your brand. To find out more, just visit us at scipio.ai and hit the demo button in the upper right-hand corner. The Rise is a production of Scipio.ai. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn or YouTube so you never miss the broadcast. You can also subscribe to the show's audio on demand. Just search for The Rise, the community commerce marketing show, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for being part of our community. We'll see you soon on another edition of The Rise, the community commerce marketing show. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.